1: Hey hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And it's Pet Tax Tuesday, where we share your pet tax, which you share with me on Twitter at Mark Narrations with a hashtag Pet tax Tuesday, and we'll get it in next Tuesday's episode. Apologies for the extended intro on this one, but I just want to say a huge Congratulations, I don't know if that's the right term, to Los Genre, who many of you love and watch. Also on YouTube, and you know, over the last couple of weeks, he was demonetized. This guy's an incredibly wonderful guy who works hard on his channel to provide stories like we do here and and really just didn't deserve to be put through that stress but announced on his own channel that you know he's been monetized again so a huge congratulations and hopefully things will be smoother going forward for you much love mate and much love to everyone and let's crack on with today's first story Now, our first story comes from Unifara B, who says, I, 28 male, wrongly accused my girlfriend, 24 female, of cheating, don't know how to move forward. Basically, my 28 male girlfriend, 24 female, was acting shady. By shady, I mean that she was on her phone a lot, making phone calls, and I saw payments from her card for events and things I wasn't doing with her. I waited it out a week or two, and the weirdness continued. She fell asleep and I went through her phone and found bookings for a hotel at the weekend in a city a while away and tickets for some sporting event on that weekend. I woke her up and shoved the phone at her, demanding she explain. She looked distraught and said, Do you really think I'd do that? And began to cry. And she then told me to look at the bookings properly. And when I did, my heart sank. We rarely get time off together and she had booked me the weekend off through my boss as a surprise. Booked a hotel in the city. I said I wanted to visit and it just so happened my team were playing in that city that weekend. So she'd spent a good amount on tickets. She'd also booked a table at my favorite restaurant. I instantly realized how stupid I'd been and I can't believe my first thought was that she would betray me when she's given me no reason to distrust her. It's kind of tainted the surprise weekend and she's so disheartened. I've tried to apologize, but she just shut off from me and is so hurt by my assumptions. How can I make this better? And I personally feel on this one, there's no quick way to just fix this situation, especially by the time you're you know, gonna be going on this trip because I often come into these situations looking at it like, how do you trust that person? Again, You know, he went through her bank statements. And I'm not saying there is a way past this, but I think the only way is, you know, explain your feelings, how you were feeling in that moment and be open and honest and, you know, maybe admit some of the insecurities that you may have and how you can correct them to her, what you could do to maybe help move forward with this. Again, I'm not sure if that's gonna help you in this particular situation because this is gonna be down to her in the end. This is gonna be her decision. You basically just accused her of cheating. Out of nowhere, and especially when she was planning a surprise for you. That's got to hurt. But before we move on to that update, Hershey Kissnip says, There probably isn't much you can say to make this better instantly. Certainly, apologies, not only for jumping to the conclusion, but for invading her privacy and going through her phone. You clearly understand why she is so upset. I think you need to do some soul searching to discover why you were quick to jump to her cheating. My guess is that you have some trust issues in your life in general and slash or some insecurities. She is personalizing this and you see something in her that would bring you to that conclusion. That she is someone who is dishonest or presents as someone who could cheat. You say in your post that is not the case. So where did that come from? If you can articulate that to her, take the blame from her and own it and commit to working on whatever that issue is, you're taking a step in the right direction put it better than i did tangy bit says other than apologizing and talking to her there's not much you can do about this give her some time to cool off and try to have another conversation with her you can also do small things here and there to show her that you care and are sorry understand that this situation has caused the trust in your relationship to take a hit and that will take some effort and time to repair if she's receptive moving forward i would suggest not jump into conclusions and communicating with your girlfriend before making accusations we can't change what we've done but we can always do and be better violent delight says can anyone just take a second and realize he somehow saw her bank payments too like, this is beyond wrongly accusing someone. This is invading her privacy and making her feel like utter shit because you just couldn't ask her what was going on. Instead of talking and voicing your concerns to her, you acted like a teenager and fucked up your relationship. I don't know whether this is fixable, and you need to sit down and talk to her about it rather than asking strangers on the internet. Feeling Cute made delete says in quotes, I woke her up and shoved the phone at her, demanding she explain and then says the fact you went through a bank statement and phone is bad enough but then you don't even try to have a calm discussion about it if i were her i'd be seriously contemplating this relationship as you seem to be controlling and slipping into abusive behavior if anyone is shady here it's the guy who is peeping private accounts and information work on your anger mate the other muse says should be in the right to dump you The people who come to this sub are so paranoid. If you can't trust your partner, either you have unresolved issues to work on, or you need to have a talk about what signs you have and that they are cheating. Communication is a key to any lasting slash healthy relationship. Brush up on those skills. You need to do some soul searching about why you are insecure and assuming cheating. Really, the ball is in her court, whether or not she still accepts you as a partner. Other than apologizing, you're really at her mercy as she is the wrong party. And one more from Esme Jones, who says, By saying she told you to look at the bookings properly, it sounds like if you'd taken two minutes to think about what you were actually looking at, it was clear that it was a bunch of stuff that you like that she was spending time and money arranging. If that's the case, you extra screwed up because you snooped through her stuff rather than asking a direct question about what she's been so busy doing and immediately saw your discovery as proof of cheating you had it in your head that she was guilty and made the evidence fit the alleged crime rather than thinking. If you two stay together, don't expect her to ever go out of her way to surprise you with anything nice again. Now, so now we're gonna move on to Opie's update to find out what happened next. So my last post and then shares the link got a lot of responses and I decided to do a prompt update as a lot has changed in just the last day. And I wanted to update anyone who was interested and slash or concerned for my girlfriend. I read your responses and decided to make a big apology to my girlfriend for how I behaved. However, before I got a chance, she arrived at the house. I'll hold my hands up and say that this isn't the first time I've jumped to conclusions and pretty much since we got together, I've had a habit of winding myself up and then checking her phone slash accounts. I know it's wrong, but I always felt if I found something, I'd be justified, which is just so messed up, I know. My ex did cheat on me. Well, She had an affair and left me for the other dude. I guess I projected this onto my current girlfriend. My girlfriend never, ever has given me a reason to doubt her and treats me better than I've ever been treated before. She's down to earth, honest, open, funny, kind, beautiful, and she gives me the opportunity to share my thoughts and feelings with no judgment. I don't know why I assume the worst of her. I really don't. To answer a common question, she has an online banking app on her phone and it's the same passcode as her mobile so i could log on super super fucked up i know when she arrived at the house she was calm but sad she explained that she knew i'd always check her phone and that i'd be off with her anytime she went out with friends but that she always hoped over time if she proved herself i'd let go when she found out that i'd done what i did it hurt her even more because she was trying to do something nice for me she told me she loves me, but she finds herself justifying every activity she does. Overexplaining herself and told me she has real, genuine anxiety whenever she's out with friends because she knows I'll be sat at home imagining scenarios of where she could be. She found herself withdrawing from friends. She told me we were over. Not because she doesn't love me, because she can't devote her life to someone who only sees the worst in her. She told me that I could have just spoke to her and she'd be honest, but that she knows even if she did, I wouldn't believe her unless I could prove it and she's probably right. I don't know why, but I know in myself I would not fully believe her because I mean, of course she'd say that, right? Anyway, she left me, packed up her things and went. I know her. She's a strong-minded woman. It really is over and I've never felt worse, but she's right. I'm not ready to trust someone yet, and even in our last moments, she gave me the confidence and motivation to get help and be better, even if she won't be there to see the change. I know she loves me, and the fact alone makes it worth changing myself. I'm not going to try and win her back because I can't promise I won't do it again. I'm heartbroken and hurt, but she verbalized it in such a way, it really hits home. She calmly explained it to me in a way that only showed me her true love for me. I'm just so sorry for hurting her I guess but thank you all for sharing your opinions and giving me some home truths I appreciate it more than you know this is it for now hopefully this time next year I'll be a new man and I'll be able to treat the next woman who loves me the way my ex-girlfriend deserved to be treated now I'm gonna turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation I'm glad OP's partner was able to step back and realize, you know, that they were in an unhealthy relationship and and said, you know, I'm not doing this for now. But I'm also glad that OP is reflecting on their past behaviors and hopefully improving going forward, maybe with a bit of therapy as well, or maybe a lot. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash
1: Story, And our next story comes from Professional art 3411 who asks, am I the arsehole for not correcting my son when he told his stepfather slash my husband off? I've been married to my husband, Jeremy, since my son, Chris, was eight. He is now 17. My husband and him have a fantastic relationship, despite what the title may sound like. My birthday is in two weeks and I honestly haven't put much thought into it. My husband is not a gift giver. He says he has a hard time figuring out what to get and doesn't want to waste money on something that people won't use. He is also a practical person, whereas I'm by far the sentimental type. So even when he does get me something, it's something I can use every day. Which, no big deal, obviously, but I've requested some sentimental pieces and he just never gets them. So I pretty much gave up on ever asking for anything and it did really bother me for a number of years But it truly doesn't bother me now usually Well, my son graduated a year early and doesn't start college until next year So currently he works two jobs, his choice I've asked him to cut back and and enjoy his teen years before adulthood But working just makes him happy So he works at a mechanic shop and a junkyard Most of his buddies work there too, so at least he is getting time with friends My husband hates spending money and tries inflicting that on us. He lives as frugally as physically possible and saves every single dime that he can. He could retire right this second and wouldn't be able to go through all the money he has saved. My son comes home last night with three of his buddies that work with him and he's like, I know it's not for two more weeks, but I can't wait for you to open this, so please open it now. Him and his buddies are snickering about it, so I thought it would be some gag gift, but much to my surprise, it was a huge, absolutely gorgeous wall piece that has photos, frames, and shelves built in. My husband immediately was like, wow, how much did that cost? That could have went into an IRA, Ross account. I don't know if I said that right. I don't know if I pronounced it right. My son immediately shot cold daggers at my husband and says, it's truly none of your business what I do with my money and since you outright refuse to buy my mother nice things that she absolutely deserves i will make sure she gets something nice and for the record we made this ourselves didn't cost us anything my husband just stops talking looks at me waiting for me to say something and when i don't he shakes his head and walks off after the boys leave he says i allowed chris to embarrass him in front of other people and i should have said something i simply told him that chris was right am i the asshole Now this isn't absolutely not the arsehole to me you know your son went out of his way to create something that he knew that you would love put his heart into it thought about you and husband came into this one trying to almost like overthrow it asking about money which is just bloody rude in itself and then says something was which was completely true it's none of your business what i do with my money And don't get me wrong, I think saving is an absolutely wonderful thing. But I like to think everything in moderation, right? But Body by Art says not the arsehole. Your son is an almost adult who works two jobs. He shouldn't even be questioned where his money is going. Also, it is in really bad taste to how much a gift costs, especially in front of the recipient. He embarrassed himself. Max says, if he's been raising your son since he was eight, there is no reason to look to you for correction if he thought it was necessary. I love how your son stood up for you and I applaud him. He said what needed to be said, especially given your husband's nosy reaction. You are not the arsehole. Interweb Hero says lol, your husband got wrecked. He should be embarrassed for being miserly, not the arsehole. K cynic replies that saying, being miserly isn't even the problem. I'm a very, very practical person, but I am friends with sentimental people. I get gifts for sentimental people. You know what the practical purpose of a sentimental gift is it's that it makes the people i care about happy op your husband doesn't have to buy you things if you don't want him to but saying he's only able to handle getting you something practical aka something he likes is either him not trying or just weaponized incompetence good for your son for calling out the husband rudely asking how much a gift costs which is never an okay question and one more from no assistance who says not the asshole your son did something genuinely heartwarming sounds like he works damn hard for his money And unlike most 17-year-old boys, he isn't spending it on partying and stuff. He's bought his mother a lovely birthday present. That's a genuinely amazing thing to do. His stepfather should celebrate that and feel proud. His first response shouldn't be, oh, what a waste of money. Money isn't just for existence. If you have enough, it's also to be enjoyed. You can't take it with you when you are gone. So if you can afford it, buying gifts for the ones you love is about as a good way of spending as possible. Hats off to your son. Unfortunately, your husband was rude. There's no need for that. He's the asshole here. You shouldn't have corrected your son as he's right. His stepfather shouldn't have said that. Sounds like you raised a very nice young man, by the way. You should feel proud. And let's not forget that, you know, the son and his friends actually made the gift as well. And I thought that was a very heartwarming picture, just picturing, you know, group of these teen lads who who just made the mum a gift and almost like giggling with excitement as she opens it. I think that's absolutely wonderful. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from paytraditional2213 who says, am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law she reaped what she sowed? I married my husband seven years ago. At the time, his sister was the only one with kids and it was made clear to me that I was not aunt and I have been essentially made to be a stranger to sister-in-law's children by her own choice. She even taught her children that I am not an aunt. As a result of this, I am not close to them like I am my husband's other siblings' children, who are my nieces and nephews. I am their aunt. I believe I am a fun and generous aunt. I spend time with my nieces and nephews. I've painted stuff in their rooms for them as gifts because I am artsy. Sometimes I'll take them for fun little trips or buy them stuff. Even as a mum now, I like to do that because I love those kids and I never had a family. So it's nice to have people who want me. I don't do any of this with sister-in-law's kids. I don't even try to speak to them anymore when I am at the same place as them because sister-in-law has made such a big deal out of it. It seemed like I was supposed to ignore them and so I wasn't going to start drama or cause trouble for them by interacting because I'm almost certain she told them not to talk to me. Now her kids are jealous and hurt that their cousins have cool paintings in their room or get to do XYZ and they don't. She came to me and bitched about it and told me that I'm an arsehole for making her kids feel that way i told her that it was her fault not mine that she set the tone she made it so i wasn't related to her kids and and thus her kids hurt was her fault i told her she reaped what she sowed and her poor kids were the biggest victim in it all of course she's pissed and now she's all like see see she's a bad person this is why i didn't want my kids to think of her as their aunt the rest of the family are just rolling their eyes but i know this didn't help I also know it doesn't fix anything with her kids, who I do feel bad for. Am I the asshole? And it's always one of those stories with the kids that absolutely breaks my heart because you know they're the ones that's suffering in this. And I know Opie is as well because they've been separated from someone that they wanted to be a part of their lives originally. And it sounds like someone who loves being an aunt to these children. So this is all down to sister-in-law's shitty behavior here. And you've just been put in a really hard place where you can't really do much, I don't think. I mean, you've tried making small talk with them and then, you know, it sort of comes back to you. It seems like whatever you do, sister-in-law will find fault with you. So I think all you can do at the moment until, you know, she realizes what an idiot she's been, which may not ever happen, is just sit back and hopefully one day your sister-in-law's children will come to you and want to talk to you. And hopefully you'll open up the relationship to them and be able to talk to them more freely. But unfortunately, it's one of those waiting games, I think. But okay smell says not the asshole. Sister-in-law sounds like a troubled soul though. Frosty Maul says not the asshole and the family is rolling their eyes at this lady's BS. If anyone said anything, I would go overt on the malicious compliance. I'd never undermine the decision of another mother. And when I was asked to step back from being an auntie, those seven or so years ago it hurt but i listened i'm sorry that things are this way now but i had to respect her as a parent i didn't draw the lines and wild feral fun has not the arsehole she thought she would be a trendsetter by excluding you and all the other nieces and nephews would follow Now her poor choice is getting professional strength, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, consequences. Professional strength because she hurt her kids and she was wrong about who else would back her shitty play to make you a non-auntie. For what it's worth, my mum is an insecure person who feels like everyone is better than she is. So she had this miserable death grip on my brother and I. My aunts and uncles had a hard time being close to us because she was sure we would prefer them if we got too close to people. Our relationships... Persevered and we have lovely bonds. My mum had a hard time chilling out until my brother's friends started calling her mum as teenagers and asking her to teach them things. My mum grills really well, and the guys wanted lessons. She baked well, and they wanted to know how to do that stuff. It was adorable. She wasn't some gobbling beast living in a dank cave no one wanted to know. Those boys are adults with children, and they all still talk to her. Your sister-in-law might be suffering this fear of abandonment and unworthiness with her kids. She might also have a shitty desire to win some invisible popularity contest about who takes her side over whoever she decides is the outcast that day. If you want to be inclusive, can you paint for her kids on canvas instead of their walls? Does she want her kids to join social times with their cousins? Are you unwilling to extend the invite? It's understandable if you don't want to deal with this after seven years but i don't think it's too late to start fresh with the kids and i thought that was a real interesting perspective there where they explained their uh, their own experiences with their mum. their mum feel like sort of unworthiness and fear of abandonment and you know there's no excuse for the behavior or anything like that and op doesn't have to try and fix things themselves if they don't want to but it's interesting to hear you know it might be someone who's just feeling unworthy of their own kids and is scared in some ways. Again, not excusing it, but I always find like a different perspective quite interesting. But what do you guys make of this one? What do you think about our last comment as well? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now a huge, huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, support and time, as I always say every single day, is absolutely amazing and I can never get over what you guys do for me. is absolutely incredible. If you want your pet featured on Pet Tax Tuesday, next Tuesday, or maybe beyond, depending on how many come through, don't forget to message me at Mark Narrations over on Twitter with the picture of your pet and hashtag Pet Tax Tuesday, which will allow me to use the picture as well. And once again, thank you. Much love to you, and hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.
0: Wake up, get up, stretch my legs,
1: eat some breakfast, milking, eggs, brush my
0: teeth up, wash my face, don't mind, clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon.
1: Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay.